Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Lost Islamic History, where today we're going to look at the causes of the Arab Israeli conflict. Now, of course, this conflict is very complex with tons of viewpoints. So what we're going to do is we're just going to look at the seeds of the conflict from a historical perspective, not an ideological one. So let's get started. So in the early 1900s, the Ottoman Empire controlled most of the Middle East, including Palestine, which it had controlled since at least the year 1517. Now, the Ottomans were much weaker than they were in the 1500s, but they were still a force to be reckoned with in the early 1900s. In 1914, the Austrian Duke Franz Ferdinand got assassinated in the city of Sarajevo. Now, as you might know, this ended up sparking World War One that summer, where on the Allied side, you ended up having Britain, France, and Russia, and on the central side, you've got Germany and Austria-Hungary. So, at first the Ottoman Empire tried to stay out of the war, but by October they joined the Central Powers, and they hoped to use the war to absolve themselves of some of the debts that they owed to Great Britain and France. Now for the British, this was the war to end all wars. So they planned to do everything they could to win, including making a bunch of new allies to help them defeat the Ottomans and the Germans and the Austrians. Now, one of the first things that the British did was that they contacted Sharif Hussein, the Ottoman governor of Mecca. He wanted to establish his own independent Arab kingdom. In what became known as the Hussein McMahon correspondence, he talked back and forth with the British governor of Egypt about establishing an Arab kingdom after the war. Hussein's reward was being supported monetarily and with weapons from the British. Now, the borders of this kingdom were pretty vague. They were never fully explained, but Palestine was generally assumed to be included, although it wasn't mentioned by name. And at the same time that the British are doing this with Sharif Hossein, they're in secret negotiations with the French. In what became known as the Sykes-Picot Agreement, they agreed to divide up the Arab lands after the war into five zones that, at the end of the day, the Europeans effectively controlled. And as if that wasn't enough, in November 1917, the British Foreign Secretary Arthur Balfour wrote a letter to the Zionist Conference, a Jewish political party, promising them a Jewish homeland in Palestine that would be established after the war was over. So now, as World War I progresses, the British found themselves in a little bit of a pickle. They had promised the same little bit of land, Palestine, to the Arabs, the Jews, and themselves. So in 1916 and 1917, as the British army pushed through Palestine and conquered territory, they brought that land under their direct control. But both the Jews and the Arabs expected that it would eventually become theirs. That wasn't exactly going to happen. After the war, the new League of Nations, which was dominated by nations like Britain and France, divided up the Arab world into mandates, mostly along the lines of the Sykes-Picot Agreement. The mandates were supposed to stay under European control until they were ready to become independent, basically kicking the can down the road. In any case, both the Zionists and the Arabs had gotten promises for the same exact bit of land, and they expected to have those promises fulfilled. This, of course, would bring tons of tension in the 1920s and the 1930s, eventually culminating in the 1948 Declaration of Israel and the First Arab-Israeli War. Well, I hope that helped explain the causes of conflict between the Arabs and the Israelis today. This wasn't meant to explain the whole conflict, but at least help you understand the causes of the modern dispute and where it came from. For more information on this topic, you can visit lostislamichistory.com and make sure to subscribe for more videos like this. Assalamu alaikum.